Si Jonah at ang dambuhalang isda. Noon may isang lalaking tinatawag na Jonah, anak siya ni Amitai. Ibig sabihin, katotohanan. Dahil siya ay anak ng katotohanan at isang propeta, si Jonah ay laging nakakarinig ng mensahe mula kay God. Hindi nga lang pinahahalagahan ni Jonah ang kanyang gift. Dahil kahit na ang malaman ng katotohanan ay mabuti sa atin, mas madalas nasasaktan muna tayo o na-offend kapag naririnig natin ito. Parang isang adventure movie ang kwento natin today. Mahilig ba kayo sa adventure katulad ni na Lucy, Edmund, Peter, and Susan sa The Chronicles of Narnia? Bilang isang nakatira sa isla, we are very close to the beach. At masarap ang seafoods, ba? Diba? Pero sa totoo lang, parang nakakatakot talaga makakita ng dambuhalang isda. Malamang, takot din ang naramdaman ni Jonah nung nilunok siya ng malaking isda ayon sa kwento ng Bible. Kaya mo bang ma-imagine na nasa loob ka lang ng tummy ng big fish for three days? Well, let's just follow Jonah's adventure. Isang gabi sa isang panaginip, sinabi ni God sa kanya, Bangon! Puntahan mo ang Ninive at bigyan ng babala. Sabihin mong ang kanilang kasamaan ay nalalaman ko. Nung marinig ni Jonah ang mensaheng yun, natakot siya. Lord, ano pong kasalanan ang nagawa ko sa inyo para mahirapan sa iniuutos nyo? Pupunta ako sa Ninive. Tatawagin ang mga tao at sasabihang tumigil na sa pagsamba sa mga idols at iwanan ang kanilang mga masasamang gawa. Pwede kong gawin yun, pero sisikat ba ako sa gagawin ko? Hindi. Malamang, magagalit sila at patitigilin ako. Tapos nun, babatuhin ako ng mga tao. Pero sa isang banda, paano kung makinig nga sila sa aking warning at sa inyong mensahe? Kilala ko na po kayo, Lord. Napakabait at napakamaunawain nyo. Siguradong hindi nyo na sila parurusahan. Hindi nyo nasisirain ang siting yun. At magmumukha akong sinungaling sa kanila. Sa susunod, hindi na rin sila maniniwala sa akin bilang propeta. Hindi na pinansin ni God ang mga reklamo ni Jonah. Nasabi niya na kung anong dapat gawin ni Jonah at ayaw niyang ulitin pa yon. Bumangon si Jonah at umalis. Dali-dali siyang pumunta sa pandalan. Nagbayad para makasakay sa barko papunta ng Espanya sa kabilang dako ng Mediterranean Sea. Inisip niyang magpakalayo-layo sa Holy Land. Baka kasi sa kanyang paglayo, hindi na siya maiestorbo ng mga katotohanang kanyang naririnig mula sa Panginoon. Pinili ni Jonah magpahinga sa pinakailalim ng barko. Umaasa siyang hindi makikita ni God kung nasan siya. Nagsimulang maglakpay ang barko at si Jonah ay nanatili sa kanyang pwesto sa ilalim nito. Ayaw niyang umakit sa ibabaw para makalanghap man lang ng sariwang hangin. Sa kanilang paglalakbay, ang Diyos ay nagpadala ng malalakas na hangin katulad ng kapag bumabagyo. Dahil sa lakas ng mga alon, 
Mistulang masisira na ang barko. Natakot ang mga sailors. Nag-unload sila ng mga bagahe para gumaan ang barko. Nagutos ang kapitan na lahat ng sakay ng barko ay dapat magpray para masave sila. Nagpray nga sila sa kanyang-kanyang Diyos. Pero hindi nila makita ang kanilang isang pasahero. Kaya bumaba ang captain para hanapin siya. At bakit natutulog ka lang dito? Hala, bangon. Manalangin ka sa iyong Diyos para maligtas tayo at hindi mapahamak. Napilitan si Jonah lumabas ng kanyang lunga. Nakita niyang ang mga sailors ay nagpapalabunutan. Bawat isa sa kanila ay bubunot ng patpat mula sa balde. Kung sino ang makakabunot ng pinakamaiksi, siya ang paniniwalaang may responsibilidad kaya sila nasa malaking problema ngayon. Pumili rin ng patpat si Jonah at nakuha niya yung pinakamaiksi. Isang beses pa nilang inulit ang bunutan. Ang resulta ay pareho pa rin. Aha! Ikaw pala! Sigaw ng captain. Ano bang nagawa mo para magalit ang Diyos mo at madamay kami sa bagyong ito? Ako'y isang Hebreo, pag-amin ni Jonah. At nagtatago ako sa Diyos na lumikha ng dagat at lupa. Mas lalong natakot ang mga sailors. Ang alam kasi nila kapag ang isang tao ay tumakas sa pagsunod sa utos ng Diyos, ito ay ubod ng sama. Ganon ang kanilang explanation. Para sa kanila, ang dahilan ng matinding bagyo at pangani na baka tuluyang masira ang kanilang barko ay walang iba kundi si Jonah. Anong dapat nating gawin para huminto ang bagyo? Tanong nila. Buhatin at ihagis nyo ako sa dagat, sabi ni Jonah. Kapag ginawa nyo, pakakalmahin ng Diyos ang malalaking alon. Please, Lord, ang pakiusap namin ay dinggin nyo. Huwag nyo po kaming hayaang mamatay dahil sa taong ito. Huwag nyo din po kaming sisihin kapag siya ay napahamak at namatay. Bumalik sila sa kanya-kanya nilang pwesto para ipagpatuloy ang paglalayag sa gitna ng bagyo. Pero lahat ng effort nila ay baliwala dahil mas powerful ang galit ng dagat kesa sa kanilang mga bisig. Kaya kahit sobrang nalulungkot, kinuha nila si Jonah at itinapon sa gitna ng malalaking alon. Agad-agad tumigil ang galit ng bagyo. Hindi makapaniwala ang mga sailors na ang kanilang experience ay isang himala. Talagang tumatak ito sa kanilang isipan. Nag-alay sila ng pasasalamat kay God at nangako. Kahit si Jonah ay tinapon sa dagat, hindi siya namatay. Dahil si God ay nagpadala ng isang malaking isda para lunukin siya ng buong buo. Sabi ng iba, isang malaking balya na yun. Yung iba naman, pating. At yung iba pa, ang sabi, kakaibang monster daw galing sa pinakailalim ng dagat. Walang masabi si Jonah tungkol dun. Ang alam niya lang ay eh, nagising siya sa loob ng chan ng mysterious fish. Nagstay siya dun na parang baby sa loob ng isang chan ng mommy. Yun nga lang, hindi siya komportable. Tatlong araw at tatlong gabi yun, Habang lumalangoy-langoy yung sea creature, si Jonah naman ay tuloy-tuloy na nananalangin kay Lord habang nasa loob ng tiyan ng isda. Lord, please rescue me. 
Ang hirap po manatili dito sa tiyan ng isda. Pinadala niyo ako dito sa pinakailalim ng dagat. Ang mga alon ay parang hinihila ko pababa. Wala akong takas hanggang sa aking kalooban. Ang mga lamang dagat ay nakapulupot pa nga sa aking ulo. I pray to you, O Lord. Ako'y gagawa muli ng mga sakripisyo para sa inyo at susundin kayo. Alam ko na ang kaligtasan ay sa inyo lamang nagmumula. Amen. Jonah and the Big Fish Long ago, there lived a man called Jonah, the son of Amitai, which means truth, a son of truth and a prophet. Jonah often heard the word of the Lord God. This gift was not one that he appreciated at all. Far from it. For although the truth will enlighten us, all too often it will alarm us first. One night in a dream, God said to him, Arise, go to Nineveh, the great city, and cry against it, for their wickedness has come up before me. When Jonah heard these words, he was afraid. O Lord, What wrong have I done to deserve this, your command? I cannot win. I could go to the great city of Nineveh and call on the people to cease from worshipping idols and to leave their evil ways. Yes, I could do that. But would it make me popular? No. More likely, they would grow angry at my ceaseless preaching and they would throw stones at me. Then again... What if they did listen to my prophecy of doom? Suppose that they hear the word of God. I know you, my Lord. You are gracious and merciful, and you soon repent of your resolve to punish mankind. You will turn away from your plan to undo the city and to destroy the people. My prophecy of destruction shall not come to pass. I shall be a false prophet. A false prophet has the respect of no one. The Lord didn't answer Jonah because he had told him once what he must do and he did not mean to repeat himself. Jonah arose and he ran. He hurried himself to the port and paid money to board a ship heading for Spain at the other side of the Mediterranean Sea. Perhaps there, Far away from the Holy Land, he would no longer hear the voice of truth that disturbed him so. Jonah lay down in his cabin at the bottom of the ship, where he hoped that God would not spot him. The ship set out to sea, and he remained down below, refusing to come up on deck to sample the fresh sea breeze. Some days out, the Lord sent a great wind and stirred up a mighty storm. The ship heaved and creaked and wondered if it should break apart. The sailors were afraid. They jettisoned their cargo over the side to lighten the ship. The captain ordered that everyone on board must pray for salvation. Each cried to his own god, but their passenger was nowhere to be seen. The captain went down below to seek him out. What do you mean, O sleeper? Arise, 
call upon your God and pray that he may save us from perishing. Jonah, reluctantly, and on wobbly legs, climbed up onto the deck. There, the sailors were casting lots. Each had to pull a wooden stick out of a bucket. He who withdrew the shortest would be, they believed, the cause of all their trouble. Jonah took his turn and drew the shortest stick. Twice again, they drew lots, and each time the result was the same. So it is you, O passenger, cried the captain. What is it that you have done to anger your God, and he sends us this storm? I'm a Hebrew, admitted Jonah, and I'm hiding from the Lord who made both the sea and the dry land. Now the sailors were even more afraid, for they saw that a man who runs away from his God must be very wicked indeed. Here was the explanation. The presence of this man was why the storm was raging all around them and threatening to break their ship. What shall we do to calm the waters? They asked. Take me and throw me into the sea, replied Jonah. Do this, and the Lord God will calm the waters. Nevertheless, the sailors cried out, We beseech thee, O Lord, we beseech thee, let us not perish for this man's life, and do not make us spill innocent blood. They returned to their places and rode hard against the tumultuous storm. But all their efforts were in vain, for the angry sea was far stronger than their puny arm. So in great sorrow, they picked up Jonah and cast him over the side of the ship into the stormy waters. Immediately, the sea ceased from raging. The calm miracle made a great impression on the sailors. They offered up a sacrifice of thanks to the Hebrew Lord and made their vows to him. Though Jonah was tossed by the sea, he did not perish, for the Lord sent a giant sea creature to swallow him whole. Some say it was a whale, others a shark, and still others say a unique monster from the deep. Jonah himself had no opinion on the matter. All he knew was that he found himself on the inside of the mysterious fish from God, in its belly. There he remained, like a baby in a womb, only far less comfortable. For three days and nights as the sea creatures swam the seas. All the while, Jonah prayed unto the Lord his God from out of the fish's stomach. In my suffering, O Lord, I cry out to you from the belly of hell. You have cast me into the deep, into the midst of the seas. The waves passed over me. The waters dragged me down, even to my soul. And the weeds wrapped around my head. I pray to you, and I will make sacrifices to you again. For I know that salvation comes from the Lord. Amen. Sometimes it's easy to obey God. Many times it's not. It's because we like doing things our way. We make our obedience subject to what's in it for us 
instead of just completely trusting God. I'm just so glad that God is the best at giving His people second chances. And when you're in trouble, call out to Him. He cares. Big thanks to Storynori.com for their permission to use their stories for this show. If you want to hear more audio stories from them, please head out to their website. Leave us a comment via our email, BibleStoryRetold at gmail.com. Or if you want a transcript of Sitjona at Angdamohalangista. And don't forget to share this episode if you like it. You may follow us at your favorite listening app. This is your narrator, Hazel. Thanks for listening. Hanggang sa muli!